Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I would like to continue the message regarding the blessing. In fact, many people heard the word, I bless you, or may the blessing of God be upon you, but a lot of people don't understand the word, the blessing, very well. I don't say a blessing, but the blessing. The blessing of God upon Adam and Abraham and to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray and ask God to teach us the subject of the blessing. Father, we thank you so much for the Word of God. We thank you for revealing to your church the truth. And we know that when we know the truth and we practice the truth, the truth will set us free. We believe in your promise, Lord, that when we hear the Word, the faith will rise up and we overcome the world by faith. Father, we want to be the people of faith, and we want to base our faith in the Word of God. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit who is our teacher, and who is also the revealer of the truth of God. Father, today is not a man talking to men and women, but it will be the Spirit of God, the unction, the anointing, who will teach us the truth, Lord. We thank you, Father, In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, amen. I would like to encourage you to go back and listen to the first message regarding the blessing. And I would like to reveal a little bit. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female, he created them. Then, verse 28, God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. The first word that Adam heard when he became a living, breathing, speaking human being, When he opened his eyes, the first word he heard and hit the eardrum is, I bless you. God bless him. And after God said, I bless you, he put the blessing of God upon Adam and Eve. After he said that, he gave Adam and Eve a mission to do, a job to do. In fact, I and Pastor Dad just came back from Hawaii for our vacation. And we were talking that, should we live in Hawaii? It's a nice place to live. The ocean, the mountain, the fish. And I say to Pastor Dad, no, we are not living in Hawaii. We rather live in Seattle. And the reason because... From the beginning in the book of Genesis, you know, Genesis chapter 1 told us the original purpose and the plan of God for mankind, Adam and Eve and his offspring. The original purpose. That purpose is still lingering in the heart of man and woman today. Because if we just live for the ocean and the mountain and snorkeling, our life would be so boring. We were created to have the blessing of God. And the blessing of God came upon humanity in order to fulfill the purpose of God. And the purpose of God 
is to multiply, which means to produce both the physical and also spiritual godly offsprings or children, and not only that, to have dominion, to fill the earth with those offsprings or descendants, and also to expand the Garden of Eden all over the world. That is the original plan and purpose of God. God wants to bless man and woman. God wants to bless every family. But the blessing is not for them to be selfish and to be self-centered, but in order to expand the Garden of Eden to all over the world. The Garden of Eden before the fall of man has no sickness in there, no killing, no sin, no curse, no problem, only provision, protection, divine health, prosperity, life, and abundance. That is the Garden of Eden, which is on earth. It's like heaven on earth. No sickness, no curse, no disease. God gave Adam the mission to do is to spread out or multiply the spiritual offspring who love God and seek God and serve the Lord and also expand the land of the Garden of Eden all over the world. But unfortunately, Adam did not do that. Adam failed. And after Adam failed in Genesis chapter 3, God's purpose has not changed. God never changed his plan and purpose even one second. His purpose has been the same and still will be the same tomorrow and until Jesus comes back. Because God's purpose has never changed. He still wants to fill the earth with the blessing. He still wants to fill the earth with spiritual offspring, people who love God, who serve God in the Garden of Eden everywhere. What does he do? All these generations, he is looking for a man or a woman who want to receive the blessing, who want to carry the mission that he gave to Adam. He was looking Keep looking for a man. And one of the men in the Bible that we can read is Abraham. And I want you to be Abraham of today. You're going to be Abraham of today. A man who knows God, who serves God, who listens to God, who have relationship with God, and make a covenant with God. Abraham make a blood covenant with God. At that time, we call circumcision. Today we call the circumcision of the heart. Actually, God made the covenant with Adam. God said to Adam, I bless you. You have dominion and authority, and you're going to fill the earth with the Garden of Eden. You're going to fill the earth with godly, spiritual, and natural offspring. But one, the covenant is this. If you don't touch that tree, you don't touch the fruit of that tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If Adam kept his covenant with God, stay away from the tree, today, people in the whole world would be brother and sister. We will not have any fighting. We will not have any curses and sickness and disease and bondage like what we see today. Nation, five nation, have all kinds of sins and murder and criminal and pornography and all this stuff happened because Adam did not keep the covenant with God. Abraham made a covenant with God, the blood covenant. Abraham was a man of God who sought God with all his heart, who wanted to obey God. I would like to encourage all of you to the purpose of today's sermon is to inspire all the men in this room and all the women in this room to be like Abraham, to be like Jesus, to become like the Lord Jesus Christ himself, to receive the blessing from God and have a purpose in your life that I'm going to be a man of the blessing. I will bless my children. 
and the next thousand generation will be blessed. Everywhere I go, that place is going to be the Garden of Eden. And I'm going to expand and fill the earth with the Garden of Eden. I want to be that man in this generation. I don't know about you, but Pastor Varun Lahaprasit want to be that man. I make a determination. I'm going to be the man of this generation who has the blessing of God. And my children, my grandchildren and great-grandchildren shall be blessed. And God is looking for the, that man named Abraham. And Abraham has one characteristic that other men did not have. He taught his children the precept and the principle of God. So again, from the beginning, God wants to bless man. And then the blessing spread all over the world. And he did to Abraham the same thing. If you read the whole Bible from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, you can see the same theme happen again and again. I'm going to read to you. Actually, in the last book of the Bible, talking about the Garden of Eden, or we call the Garden of God, is coming back to the world again. The original plan of God shall be fulfilled through the Lord Jesus Christ. In Revelation chapter 21, verses 6 to 8, the last two chapters of the last book of the Bible, repeat the story or repeat the purpose of God of the book of Genesis chapter 1. And he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give you the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. He who overcomes is the man like Abraham, who loved God, served God, never complained, always looked at God in a positive way, never become unthankful toward God. And I will be his God. And he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Revelation chapter 21 talk about the garden of God. Let's look at Chapter 22. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the middle of its street, and on either side of the river was a tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. This scripture talk about the Garden of God. The Garden of Eden was destroyed by sin. God, at the end, His purpose come back. The Garden of God will be established when Jesus comes back. And His servant shall serve Him. They shall see His face. And his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamb, nor light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light. And they shall reign forever and ever. The blessing of God came upon Adam. And Adam has the job to do is to expand the garden, but he failed. Do you know what the blessing means? The blessing means the creative power and ability of God to be able to multiply, be fruitful, fill the earth, and come with authority and dominion. That blessing, that power, can chase out all the things that doesn't belong to the Garden of Eden. Sickness, curse, demon, disease, anything that doesn't belong to heaven and the Garden of Eden. 
And that creative power can also pull in what belongs to the Garden of Eden. In other words, if you have the blessing of God upon you, everywhere you go, you produce the garden. You will chase out all the problem, all the poverty and sickness and disease, and you also create the things that belong to the garden. I believe that after God created Adam and gave him the blessing, all the angels were watching, and God was watching and wanting to enjoy the work of Adam to multiply and fill the earth. But unfortunately, Adam failed to do so. But God still won the first chapter of Genesis to come back. That's why he mentioned in the Revelation chapter 21 and chapter 22 that eventually God is going to still establish the garden where there is no sickness, there is no disease, there is no poverty, there is only life and abundance in the end time garden of God. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, he put the tree of life in the Garden of Eden. But now, in the last chapter of the Bible, he put the tree of life back into the Garden of God. We need to understand as believers who live between the two chapters, Genesis chapter 1 and the Revelation chapter 21 and 22, we have to seek God to receive the blessing and bring the Garden of Eden back to this earth in our generation and pass on to the next generation. Thank God that through Jesus Christ, who never disobeyed the Father even one time, through Jesus Christ, who went to the cross and was cursed for us, that we can receive the blessing of Abraham, through Jesus Christ, that we can come back to the position of Adam before he sinned against God. Through Jesus Christ, we can be Abraham today, that we can walk in the blessing of God. And God give that blessing to Abraham. In Genesis chapter 12, if you read this passage carefully, you can see that it's almost like repeating what God say in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 to 3. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, the country of Ur, where people worship the God of moons. In the whole city, everyone else worships something else. But only Abraham sought God, obeyed God, and lived for God. So God looked from heaven and saw this man, the man who lived in the city where people worship idol. He said, I like this man. I'm going to bless him. The Lord said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. Again, the Garden of Eden and the land. Talking about the land of blessing. Talking about God bless this man. God is looking for a man, so God is going to bless the man and the land that he's going to leave. The Garden of Eden, he called the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. In other words, Abraham one day going to have a son and multiply to be a big nation. In fact, he became the ancestor of the Lord Jesus Christ. I will bless you. Is it the repeating of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28? God blessed Adam. At that time, we call the blessing of Adam. This time, we call the blessing of of Abraham and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 is repeated in Genesis chapter 12 but in a different way that God speaks. In conclusion, God picked Abraham. And I pray that God will pick you too today. Amen? Amen. He's going to pick you because you must have the same heart as Abraham. 
a man who's really seeking God, love God, obey God, everything he say, he just love God and obey God. God called Abraham at 75 years old. I'm so blessed. I'm only 60. I'm not 75 yet. So I'm still younger than Abraham. Actually, I became a Christian at 30 years old. So God called Abraham when he was older, much older than me. So he was called at 75 years old and he said, I will bless you. And from that blessing, you're going to get the land like the Garden of Eden. Everywhere you go, going to be the Garden of Eden again. And not only that, you're going to multiply and fill the earth to become a big nation. But only not to become a big nation, but you're going to bless the families of the earth. In other words, many nations, including a former Thai person like me. I was born in Thailand. A Chinese person like you. A Mandarin speaking like you. Or you are from Iran or from Switzerland or from Germany, whatever country you come from, through Abraham, you shall be blessed. In other words, he filled the earth with many nations with the blessing of God. I'm one of them that has been blessed by Abraham, the father of our faith. Abraham received the same blessing that Adam received in Genesis chapter 1. And God talked about the blessing again here. To have dominion, to have authority, to have the creative power, to have the supernatural ability. Wherever he went, things around him began to work in his favor instead of against him. Opposite to Adam. After Adam sinned against God, he was chased out of the Garden of Eden. And he lived 930 years. Adam lived 930 years, but he could not even finish his job because he lost the blessing. He was chased out of the Garden of Eden. And after that, the land and the earth became cursed. Everything worked against him. He has to work hard with sweat, with labor, but no blessing. But Abraham, on the opposite way, because this man was seeking God, he left his city, the city of Ur, at 75 years old. And everywhere he went, boom, 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 everything got blessed. People in his household got blessed. Even his servants were blessed. His son was blessed. I'm going to read many scriptures to show you. So he began to create the Garden of Eden wherever he went. Look at Genesis chapter 13, verses 1 to 4. Then Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, a lot with him to the south. Abram, look at how the blessing of God worked in his life. Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between the Bethel and A, to the place of the altar, which he had made there at first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. You see that everywhere Abram went, he got blessed because he was a man who feared God. He was a man who loved God, who was a man who listened to God and obeyed what God said in every single detail. When God told him to take Isaac to the mountain, he could have complained, God, why not in my house? that I sacrifice my son. God, why you do this to me? I'm more than 100 years old now. He got a son at 100 years old. He got the promise at 75 years old. He was waiting for 25 years to have a son. Did he complain? Some of us, we start to do something for God and we did not get our way. Two minutes later, we quit. We left and say bye-bye. I don't want this ministry anymore. Then we join another ministry. And we did not get our way. Within five minutes, we quit again. And God said, no, you stay in that ministry. Don't quit. Then you quit. 
because you did not fear God. But if you fear God, you will even wait for 25 years until your pastor repent and change instead of quitting. You see, because you obey God, no matter what happens, you're going to stick to what God tells you to do. And you are faithful. You're not a complainer. You're not a quitter. You're just faithful to obey the voice of the Lord. That is the man that God is looking for. The man who fear God and obey God to the end. And the blessing of God shall be upon you like to be upon Abraham. Is it interesting? God called Jesus the Alpha and the Omega. The Alpha means the beginning and the Omega means the end. Why? Because Jesus was the creator. He was God and he created the Garden of Eden. He created Adam and Eve and he was the beginning of the blessing. And at the end, when he comes back, he will build that garden again and the Garden of Eden will come back, the Garden of God. Therefore, he is the Omega. He is the beginning of the Garden of Eden, the blessing, and he is the end. He is the final reproduction of the blessing upon the earth, the Garden of God in the book of Revelation, chapter 22 that we read a while ago. Chapter 21, I'm sorry. It is done, I am the Alpha and the Omega. So we should come back to Jesus and trust him and walk with him. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning of the blessing and he is the final product of the blessing. Amen? In other words, he brings the blessing back to your life. He is the beginning of your blessing and he's going to bring the blessing back to your life. Abraham left his hometown and traveled to the place that he did not know anybody. He did not have anyone to support him in a new land. But he doesn't care. He knows that the blessing of God was upon him. He did not know where he was going. He just followed God day by day. This is a man of faith. He just followed God day by day. Obey God every single step of his life. At that time, he was already 75 years old. God blessed him. God eventually gave him a son at 100 years old. And wherever he went, he could exercise authority to chase out all the curses and all the bad stuff out of the land. And his creative power from the blessing of God built up the new things in the land that he went. That's why he became so prosperous. He became so successful. He has so many things in his life. He was so opposite to Adam. In fact, think about this. Adam should have commanded the serpent to leave the Garden of Eden. He already had dominion over the creeping animal on the ground and the fish of the sea. Look back, okay, in Genesis chapter 1 and 2 and 3. Look back. When the serpent was talking to Eve, Adam should be acting like the man of God. Adam should have said, Honey, I believe in the blessing of God. I choose the Garden of Eden. I choose the blessing. I choose life and abundance. I choose God. I don't want curse. I don't want any problem in my family and my children. And I'm going to meditate on what God say. He said to me, I bless you. Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth and have dominion over everything on earth. I'm going to meditate on what God say. I'm going to obey God. I'm not going to break the covenant with God. Honey, Eve, don't touch the fruit. But did Adam do that? Did Adam meditate on the word of God? Did Adam go back to the Bible? Today, okay? Even today. At that time, they did not have the Bible. Today, the man of God, read the Bible, go back to the Word, stand on the Word of God. Adam did not. Adam could have said, Serpent, get out of here right now. This is not your place. I'm not going to stay in the blessing of God. I want to talk to all the men in this room. Man, hey, men. You have the responsibility to protect 
and to save your family from that repeated story that Eve did. You need to stand with the word. You need to meditate on the word. You need to chase the devil out of your family. You need to choose the blessing. You need to choose the things of God, no matter what happened. And you said, devil, get out of my house. Pornography, get out of my house. I'm not going to touch pornography anymore. Anything's wrong in my house, I have the authority to command them to go away right now. I choose the blessing. I want to be Adam in Genesis 1 and 2, but not Genesis 3. I want to be the Abraham today. Amen? All the men of God say amen. amen. You look so excited. Uh, some men sit there. Really? I have done it. Pastor Lau has done that for 30 years. I become a Christian 31 years ago. And I have chosen the word of God. To believe in the promise of God. I kept the covenant with God. Amen? And that's why now I look back. God blessed me and my family so much. When I first came to America, I was speaking English with thick accent. I could not even understand people speaking English very well. I walk into the office of my ex-boss. At that time, he was a professor and chairman of Department of Neurosurgery at University of Washington. I walk in without any piece of paper to get a job. And I walk in and I say to Dr. Wynn, Richard Wynn, I say, can I have a job here? I don't have any paper to show you that I'm a doctor from Thailand. He looked at me, and the blessing of God was upon me. He not his head. Get the job. I was working there without salary for six months. But after six months, I got the salary. After one year, I got promoted to be number one resident in the whole department. And my boss loved me. Because every month, we're going to have mortality and morbidity conference. Mortality means death. Morbidity means complication from surgery. Normally, other chief residents will have long list of death and long list of morbidity means complications. For Pastor Lau or Dr. Lau Haprasit at Harborview Hospital, I have a very short list. Less people die, less people have complication. And my boss looked at me. Good. I walk into the oral examination to get American Board of Neurosurgery. And I did not read the book that much. Because I was busy building the church. Two hours before I walk in to have oral exam, sitting with three professors in a room, four rooms. I put, pick up a book, flip, flip, flip. Every single page that I read that morning, two hours. The questions were in those pages. The power to create life and abundance. I walk out of the last room, my boss came to me. Mom, you passed. 30% of American neurosurgeons at that time that graduate failed the test. But I passed. You know why? Not because Pastor Lau is a great neurosurgeon, but because the blessing was on me. But I chose the word, I chose the blessing. I chose to walk with God. I chose to obey God and fear God more than man. I chose to do what God say. I listen to God every day. I did not try to please man. I believe if I try to please man, this church is going to be bigger than this. But I don't. Because I don't care what man say. I want to care what God say. Amen. But people who join this church under my wing will be blessed too. Because if the pastor is blessed, the member is going to be blessed. Because the Bible says, I bless those who bless you. I bless those who serve you. I bless those who in your household. I'm going to read and show you the scripture soon. Amen? Hallelujah. The blessing is the creative power. Go home and read the book of Genesis, chapter 14, verses 1 to 16. I don't have time to read the whole 
passage, Genesis 14 verses 1 to 16. Let me make a conclusion to show you what happened. In that passage, four kings were fighting with five kings. Initially, the five kings were under the authority of one king. But these five kings were rebellious against one king. That king named Kedor Laomer, the king of Elam. That is the main king. And when these five kings rebelled, this main king gathered four more kings with a big army, fighting with another five kings' armies. When they were fighting, eventually the five kings were losing. Are you listening to me? And two of the five kings that rebelled against the king of Elam uh, are the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah. Why the king of Sodom and Gomorrah ran away with their armies? On the way, while they're running away, they capture Lot. And all of his girls and women and wife and all the property and belongings with them. In other words, they just stole all the things with them, including Lot, to become their slave. And when Abraham heard that, let me read for you. In verse 14, now when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house. These people were born in his own house and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his force against them by night and he and his servants attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods, and also brought back his brother Lord and his goods, as well as the women and the people. Okay, let's just imagine. The kings of Sodom and Gomorrah has a big army. Even though they were losing the war and running away, but this armies were well-trained soldiers with equipped weapons and big armies. 318 people who were not in the army, who were trained just to fight to protect their home. You think 318 people, the number is bigger than the army of the king of Sodom and Gomorrah? No way. This is a small group of people compared to the big army of the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah. But the Bible says they won the battle against the big two armies. And they got everything back. What does it mean? Why did this 318 servant of Abraham won the battle? Because the blessing was on Abraham. And then the blessing was on them. And the blessing was on his wife his kids and his servant and people around him, the land and the people, everything around Abraham was blessed. I know this speech may be a little bit strong. I have been a Christian for many years. I have been a pastor for 30 years now. I have seen with my own eyes. I know some of you may not like to hear that. But I have seen so many family that the dad did not follow God. Play around with pornography. Play around with other women. Play around with sin. And I could see with my own eyes that the kids suffer so much. The kids turn out to be something else. Turn out to be in bad shape. Because the dad did not follow God. And unfortunately, most of this family the mom did not stand up for God either. Just follow the husband. If you are the wife and your husband is not following God, you can stand up for your kids. Stand up for yourself because you have your own salvation. Amen? But I want to encourage men in this room. Stand up. Love God. Like Abraham. And the blessing of Abraham shall be upon you. Seeking God with all your heart. And people around you, your business, everything you touch shall be blessed. Because the blessing is the creative power that impacts the surrounding situation 
in your life, your business, your home, everywhere you go shall be blessed because you have that supernatural ability and power and the grace of God. The blessing of God caused Abraham to be able to get everything back, the goods back. His men won the battle. The blessing was upon his house. He made a covenant with God. Let me read a few scripture here. Look at how the blessing of God impact Abraham. Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. If you are blessed by God, God is your shield. He is your protection. He is your reward. Genesis chapter 15 verse 5. That blessing will not stay only with Abraham, but look at it. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. So not only Abraham is specifically protected and blessed by God. God say, be fruitful and multiply. You're going to have a lot of children all over the earth. You shall be blessed and your children shall be blessed as well. Look at Genesis chapter 25 verses 7 to 8. I like this one. This is the sum of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived. 175 years. Wow, Abraham lived longer than what I expected. I expected 120 years. He, he lived 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died in the good old age. An old man and full of years. Full of years. Not shortened of years. Full of years. And was gathered to his people. How many people want the blessing that you live a long life, long, long life, full of years? When you turn 120 years old, you look at your children and you see all of them are being blessed because you are the man of God who love God, love the church, serve God, being faithful to live for God. And look at the result of his life. Genesis 25, verse 11. And it came to pass, after the death of Abraham, I believe this is going to happen to me, after the death of Pastor Lau, then God blessed his son Isaac. Then God blessed his children, Paul, Joy, and Tanida, and his grandchildren, Josiah and Nora. And Isaac dwelt at Beers Lahai Roy. Wow. Is it worth it to be the man of God? Is it worth it to love God? To have the covenant with God? To keep the covenant with God? To choose the word of God? Amen? God gave Abraham the blessing and dominion. And the dominion means nothing unless you have the power to conduct your activities. When you have the blessing, you have both the dominion or authority and the creative power to overcome what is blocking you. Whatever comes to block you, you say, go away. Right now. You remember two weeks ago, we have a party here and the rain was coming. And we command in the name of Jesus, the rain left. Just last Tuesday, I went to Luau. And that Luau is in the open beach. And heavy rain came down. And I did not complain even one word. And I just point my hand to the sky. I have the blessing of Abraham. I have the dominion on earth. I have brought my college friend, six of them from Thailand, to this place to see Luau. They need to enjoy it. I need to enjoy it. Rain, you have to go right now in Jesus' name. I have dominion to enjoy the blessing. And within two minutes, the rain left. 
and we enjoy the luau. The blessing of God is on you. You have the dominion, and that blessing came to you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter three, verses thirteen to fourteen. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree." That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles in this room? Every hand should be lifted up. We are all the Gentiles. We are not the Jews. In Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I want to make a conclusion here. Number one, let us make a decision. You're gonna be Abraham and Sarah in this generation. If you're a woman. You're gonna say, God, I want to be a woman of the blessing. I choose God. If you are a man, I'm gonna be Abraham in this generation. Number two, you receive that blessing by faith, and that faith come by hearing the word. That's why I teach the lesson today. I teach you the truth about the blessing. And by the Spirit of God, you have that faith. You receive by faith. You can say, "Yeah, I like what you say, but I don't believe that I'm blessed." You need to believe in the blessing. You need to choose the blessing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Number three, you need to make this decision. As a pastor, I give counseling to people. Some people's life are in a mess. Any time when I Give counseling. I heard the Holy Spirit say, "The answer to this problem is that that person really, really know Jesus and have a deep relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ Himself or herself. If that person really have a loving, committed, obedient relationship with Jesus Christ, all this." Problem gonna go away. Every problem in any household, in any Christian life, the main issue is they don't have relationship with Jesus. People just believe Jesus and confess Jesus with their mouth, but their heart, they don't have that intimate relationship with Jesus the way Abraham did. Abraham heard the voice of God every day. He feared God. He obeyed God. He repented quickly when he sinned against God. He kept his attitude right, even though he has to wait for 25 years. He never complained. He kept his heart right before God, and that's why Abraham was blessed. Amen. So the key number one, I make a decision. I'm gonna go back to Genesis chapter one. I. Gonna receive the blessing from God. I'm gonna expand the blessing throughout the world. Traveling is not fun for me. I don't like to be on the airplane. But do you know why I still fly to Switzerland, London, Thailand, Germany? Because I want to fulfill the mission that God gave to Adam: is to fill the earth with the blessing. Everywhere I went. I want to bring the blessing to that city. I thank God for the technology that we can produce YouTube now, put the voice in the internet, and we can still reach out to the people in the whole world through the internet. Amen. Amen. I fly to those nations because I want to obey the mission that God gave to Adam. And God gave to Abraham, and God gave to Jesus, and Jesus said, "Go all over the world, preach the gospel to the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, fill the earth with the Garden of Eden, and the blessing of God. Make a decision; you'll be that man. Make a decision to have faith in the blessing. Make a decision." To have and to build relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, because He is the one who paid the price and have brought the blessing back to you. How many people are gonna do these three things today, from now on? 
How many people say I want to be like Abraham in this generation? The blessing is upon me. How many people say I have faith that God want to bless me and use me? How many people say from now on I will restore my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? I will talk to Him every day. I will walk with Him. Amen. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for this teaching. It's simple, Lord, but it's good reminder. To all of us, that your original plan and purpose for mankind is to be blessed and to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth with the spiritual, godly, God-feeling offsprings, and expand the Garden of Eden throughout the whole earth. Oh, Father, I pray that every man who listen to this teaching. Will make that choice to make a covenant with you, to be a man of God, who will lead his family, protect his family from the work of the enemy. I pray, Father, that we will not do like Adam; we will not say yes to the serpent, but we say yes only to God. We choose life. We choose abundance. We choose the Garden of Eden. We choose the blessing, not the cursing, not death, not destruction, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's good to confess. If you want to confess with your mouth today that you want to be like Abraham and you want to have relationship with Jesus Christ, let us confess together. If you want to do that, could you please stand up and I'm going to lead you to confess with your mouth. Hallelujah! Stand up and make a confession. Make a covenant with God. My Father in heaven, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Creator of the universe, the Creator of Adam and Eve, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, I make a covenant with you, Lord. I promise you. From today on, I choose what you say. I will meditate on your word. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Redeemer. He is my Savior. He redeemed my blessing, the blessing of Abraham. Come upon me to give me the creative power and the supernatural ability and the favor and the grace of God, the protection of God. I believe. I am blessed. Life and abundance. The Garden of Eden, the Promised Land, will be created in me and in my home and around me. Use me, Lord, to be fruitful, to multiply. And fill the earth with God-fearing people. My children, grandchildren, shall be blessed to the thousand generations, and I will be the father and mother of spiritual offsprings all over the earth. 
You shall bless those who bless me, and I shall be the blessing to the families of the earth. I will stay in the blessing. I will repent quickly if I sin against you. I will build my relationship with your Son Jesus Christ. To know Him more, to love Him, and obey Him all the days of my life, and I will live a long life, full of years, to the good old age, multiply and fill the earth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Turn to the next person and say, "The blessing of Abraham is upon you." The blessing of Abraham is upon you. Amen. It's upon you. Blessing of Abraham is upon you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your only Son. Bring me your tired. Be reborn into loving